so bad. So some people are obviously thinking that on go means half a second after go. Maybe that's just the way the audio. I'm gonna be honest here. I clapped twice. <laughs> Brayden, you clapped Brayden. four times. In the last one, you were like, and I was like, I'm gonna kill her. I don't Brayden know why. Brayden just fucking giving a full ass round of applause. <laughs> no, what happened in my mind there is that I clapped and then I heard you guys clap and like I couldn't stop. <laughs> it's it like the like, crowd no. effect. One yeah. person does something and you just have to follow because you're in a crowd. Honestly, it was the most like unconscious like, psychological I remember, phenomenon. I remember a really long time ago. I feel like this is connected somehow. I was like moving my mouth in a strange way, and you were like mimicking me, and and you were doing it unconsciously. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And you were like, "What?" And I'm like, "You're, you're like cop- you're copying my facial things." And apparently that's supposed to be a, a good sign of empathy. So I don't know. Take take that for what it's worth. I know. People always say that to me. It's like one of those things like. Uh. Ainsley, are you lit? Yeah. Like. Oh, my God. No, I'm just laughing because it's so true. Brayden's always doing things that other people's faces are doing. <laughs> Uh, it's such a weird trait to have. <laughs> I swear oh I'll like watch a movie with like a British movie and I'm like instantly have a British accent. Oh, I feel it's like I nature. Be, I feel like I'd be one of those people that like moves somewhere and like instantly starts talking like them and then annoys people when I come home. Yeah, you come home and then you leave and everyone's like that bitch, she's been in Australia two weeks. She doesn't have a fucking accent. <laughs> All right, well, how are you guys in life? <laughs> uh, um, specifically in life. I just Not in any other way. <laughs> I ate a bunch of tacos. We had a dinner party here, my roommates did, and I feel quite ill. Yeah, we heard your fart before this started recording. <laughs> hey. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> that was private. Are you in higher spirits than you were last week? Um, No. It, it it's like coming and going, you know. Sure. <laughs> but I did try to start meditating, Sonia, after I was at your house, and I wanted to die, and I thought it was absolute torture. And then I read a book called um, "When Things Fall Apart," which is all about Buddhism and talking about how important meditation is. So I've been trying to do that. That's good. Well. I hope that you continue. Thank you. In the book, they say <laughs> that she says that meditation is the having the will to die and die and die again and again. What the fuck? That's a nice way of putting it. That's I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking weird. It does increase your ability to deal with life's all of life's discomforts and pain and such. Yeah, but. I do like going to the Buddha Center because it's much cheaper than therapy and for me has been so much more effective. So, I mean, you can't mm. beat that. Which one do you go to? There's one in Guelph. Oh, okay. There's one by my house here in Toronto, right, Sonia? Yeah, Kadampa. Yeah, it's Kadampa. I'm pretty sure there's, there's one in Mississauga, too, that I've been to before. It's nice. Um, Listen to all of us Buddhists, say eh? Like, <laughs> I hate meditating, I meditate truly. Once. 
No, I told I Sonia met- and Sean it was absolute torture for me because they do it for 30 minutes. They're at that level um, in silence, just breathing. And yeah, I had to I had to meditate in rehab like as part of the program and I fucking hated it. And then my therapist said like it's okay if you hate it. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, well, you're supposed to hate it. Like the it whole sucks, point is yeah. that you're sitting and your and your body is creating you learn how you create suffering, right? So you're sitting there and you're extremely uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you start thinking about all these horrible things. And th- it's supposed to help you gain insight into why that is. Like, you're just but sitting there. Why is it that, that you're... Don't you do that every night before you go to sleep? Well, yeah, that's why a lot of people will have to, like, watch something before they go to bed or they they they, they can't even sleep because their mind is so wild. So you learn how to how to tame yeah. it and that's how, like to, how to basically how not you, attach to those thoughts. How do you guys go about meditating? Like, do you literally just like walk into a room and you're like I'm gonna meditate now and sit down or do you have to do activities leading up to that in order to like, calm yourself down and get into the meditation mindset I think you, you just, just have to start go at it? breathing and I mean not start breathing you're always breathing but like start focusing on your breath and then you yeah, kind of like, I, ease into when it. I do yoga I meditate after I do yoga but I there's no fucking way on earth I could just sit down and begin meditating I can't yeah, you, do it unless that I'm like very relaxed. You have to pre-meditate for your meditation. Okay, and I can't do it for a long time. I I'm just literally made that like up. five minutes in and out. <laughs> Brayden, that sounded so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke, and then you said okay, like very sincerely. <laughs> Brayden, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm okay. I'm still working on moving, and I am overwhelmed all the time and i have a uti currently so <laughs> no is that this UTI. your 500th or 501st <laughs> uti i wish i knew that um i get the i don't get them as often as i used to in my um early 20s and teenage years honestly hey, like your progress. uti amounts shocked me like absolutely shock shocked me i don't understand how a human being is capable of getting so many utis yeah, I used to get them all the time. So this is this sucks. It's like a blast from the past, and I'm really uncomfortable. And I have to take public transit and have to pee the whole oh. time. Do you have antibiotics? Mm. Are you trying to do it naturally? <clears throat> oh shit, my door's open. Um, I do not have antibiotics because I haven't had a chance to get to the doctor yet. And I just finished a round of antibiotics for strep throat, so I'm. So I'm uh, hesitant. I'm reading it here because I was like, I knew there was something related to chicken. Bacteria in chicken causes UTIs in women. Does Brayden, do you eat a lot of poultry? Um, (laughs) I don't think more than the average person. Like, (sighs) sorry, (laughs) it's my preferred meat choice. I guess I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm very prone to UTIs too. So I have to take different supplements every day. But I swear to God, it's like something with my cervix because... I wonder... Yeah, I'm one, wondering what it actually is. One tilted cervix. Exactly. That is what, like, one um, doctor couldn't find it one time. And she was like, where is your cervix? A oh, doctor it's... couldn't find your cervix. Yeah, she said it was But wait, like, what slanted. would that have to do with your UTI? Well, like, I think, that's like... That's a different system. Well, it's flipped. But no, I think that it... Like more bacteria can get stuck. 
What do you mean she couldn't you- find your cervix? Like, rewind here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so confused. Know, How does a fucking doctor not know where your cervix is? Because it's tilted. Yes. It's not in the place it's supposed to be. But regardless of if it's tilted or not, like, you can you still know. Maybe I just have a giant cervix. I don't know. But don't you, like, know exactly where your cervix is? And are like, yes, there's the cervix. It's like, where's the fucking, like... Where's where's an orange inside of a blown up balloon? It's like sure it could be fucking tilted or a different shape, but you still can fucking walk around in there and find the orange. You know, it's the I same think with she the cervix. Find it eventually. She did find it. It's not like she was like, wow, you know, I I've been in here for an I hour. I guess you just and don't I have one. Find your cervix. That's oh. crazy, Jenna. Maybe you just don't have a cervix. But but wait, I don't understand how your cervix has anything to do with your urinary tract. <laughs> Jenna? Yeah. That's like, like, answer the question. Two different but, things. That's a very good point. But the thing, okay, because like your v- vaginal <laughs> canal, like if your cervix is flipped the other way, then I think it's closer to where your bladder is. So like But it has uh, but it would have to enter there like at the entry point not like in the cervix mm-hmm. can it get through the bladder because i think that's what this chicken story is about it's how you eat the chicken and the bacteria gets in your body and then it can right. go wherever oh. it pleases i, I, never I don't actually know i'm just that. guessing i just assume so it weird. had to come up through the vagina yeah <laughs> it's always your <laughs> boyfriend dicks 100 yeah. yeah. of the time oh gross <laughs> Shout out to our boyfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring up the weather, but this is actually very relevant. <laughs> oh my god! You apologize for bringing up the weather every time. So <laughs> I know, and I always bring it up, and it's always relevant. Hashtag storm again in 2020. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like, outies. Go on. <laughs> Do you guys not know what I'm talking about? Newfoundland got fucked oh, up yeah. and oh, Ontario right. got semi-fucked up. Yeah. yeah there was I didn't like... know people were calling it that. Yeah. That's I what they're like... calling it on Twitter. I Hence feel... the hashtag. I feel like, like, I just didn't care that much about Newfoundland for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny that, like... Um, they allowed all the workers to push the snow into the bay because normally that's illegal. But they were like, this is allowed this time because it's super fucked. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> if any time. Did you see all the videos of people like opening their doors and yeah. it's just um, fucking snow? Like the, yeah. I, 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 All I kept thinking was that would be so much fun. I know if you're I like know. fucking elderly or disabled, it wouldn't be fun. And like if Coming you were in an emergency, complete, like, nobody could help you. But healthy point of view, fuck yeah, that's like a week long <laughs> snow day, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just, I don't know, do snow angels and take I, pictures I, of your ice cube. I door thought of or... the, the um, overwhelming claustrophobia I would feel. Hmm. Hmm. That's legit. <laughs> that, like, I, I didn't I like looking at those photos. I didn't. The thing that made me uneasy was the fact that the grocery stores were opening for like 48 hours or something, and then that was it. And so everyone there were went. Insane lineups. Um, and then that scared me because I was thinking about like having backup food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Dylan and I have talked about this before. Like, when we get a house, we want to have. Like, we literally want to bury... He calls them sea cans. 
um, what are they actually called? Shipping containers. We want to bury a shipping container underground and make like a little survivalist den and have like supplies and everything that you would need. Not surprised. You're such a That's loser. <laughs> I accept there, that. There's but this who will be running to my fucking bunkie when the world is ending? Yeah, you will be in Mock me! Mock me! That's literally the argument of every survivalist. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I'd want yeah, to be in a bunkie fact. with you. So, Oh, you would love it. One of the top comments is... One of those stupid comments that's like Torontonians think they get a lot of snow. Psh, look at look at what we're getting. <laughs> Hashtag storm again in twenty twenty. Like, oh, we get it. Yeah. Ainsley, I feel like you'd subject me to like mental tests in order to get like a can of food in the bunkie. I would. 100%. Yeah, Ainsley should never have power. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a king, like we. Yeah, about. she'd take yeah. advantage of it. Um, I just wanted to bring up too this week that I had this order from Amazon being delivered to my house and it was of a couple books and I was like following and tracking the order and it said that it came to Sudbury and then randomly it said it was being returned to sender and I was like what the fuck so I called Canada Post and they didn't really know anything about it they were like you should probably call Amazon I was like okay so I called Amazon and they didn't know anything either but I had to explain what was in my order to them and it was two books. One was The Buddhist Chef, and the other was Necronomicon. <laughs> wow. And the, and the girl was trying to say Necronomicon and kept butchering it and kept asking me to say it over and over again. And I was like, fuck, this is so awkward. I don't want to talk about this anymore. What's Necronomicon? The Book of the Dead? Magic? Yeah, Are you doing like, magics? No, like it's not... It's a fictional book. Well, some people, I don't know. There's a huge debate over it, but it's a fictional fucking book. <laughs> and it's about, like, the dead, and it's, like, a spell book, essentially. But I just was interested, and I thought I would read it. Like, I've read some of it before, but I was like, I'm going to read it. It's cheap. But, yeah, it was There's just a funny. How Stuff Works on how the Necronomicon works, so. Yeah, it's pretty much, like, spells on how to deal with the dead kind of thing so what's your but, like what are you trying to do I'm are you not, just preparing for anything or do you so have like I'm a not, intended I'm not purpose trying to, i don't think that it's like a real thing i'm not preparing for anything i'm just interested in reading the whole thing wait but what's the controversy oh, about okay. it being fictional versus non-fictional yeah it's like for yeah. sure fictional <laughs> Magic well, it depends on your beliefs, Brayden. Don't just laugh at people's beliefs. That's like the Bible. No, but Is I know, like, to be not? like, it's controversial. Like, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably like generally considered fake. I don't know why. I just accepted that. I was like, sure, some people. Like, I also I ordered the Satanic Bible as well, and I'm so happy that it wasn't that one that was lost in the order. Thank God. Uh, yeah, well, I think Necronomicon is funnier to tell Yeah, someone. Satanic Bible is, like, a bit, like, more... It's like, okay, yeah, you're upfront about your weird shit. Necronomicon's like, oh, what's that? I find, like, the Satanic Bible, I would just be like, someone's trying to be weird. The other one, I'm like, oh, you're straight up weird. Yeah. Agreed. True. Well, anyway, yeah, that happened. You know what else happened? No. Hashtag coronavirus outbreak, oh for boy. fuck's sake. Hell it's yeah. coming. Ainsley, how are you prepared for this one? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I'm not going to get coronavirus. I live in the north, bros. It can get anywhere. You don't know that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, last time, like, crazy shit like this happened, it was H1N1, and I got H1N1, and I sur- <laughs> and I survived, so I'm just counting you on the H1 fact that I'll be You had H1N1? Yeah, I did. What? <clears throat> so is this just, like, a version of the cold? No, it's a, it's a, it's the same strain it's like as bronchitis, this... isn't it? It's, it's the same as SARS. Yeah. 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 Like a respiratory illness. I think it, pre- it presents like a cold. And you can die from it? Yeah. 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 And it's from, like, but, weird animal shit. Yeah, I saw animal-to-human contact, which that's just never good. No. I think they'd always... Maybe, possibly, we should end factory farming, and then maybe this would never fucking happen. Yeah, no, it's true. That's probably where most diseases started from. And, like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy now, too, that they shut down that whole city and no one can leave or go in, and they're trying to contain the virus, which is so, like apocalyptic it's kind yeah. of like i'm entertained by it i know that sounds horrible but i'm like ooh, what's next you know it'd be, yeah. it'd be a good time to have a shipping container buried in the yard hell fucking yeah it would but yeah i'm kind of banking on the fact that i would just survive <laughs> coronavirus and i'm not too worried about it i think my immune I, system can withstand coronavirus but i don't want to you know i'm gonna be real embarrassed if really I get it and it kills me. Wood. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just realized that. What I was an like, insane thing to say. I keep doing that lately. I keep just like asking to be fucking murdered yeah. by fate. Like this can't get any worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like my immune system is weak enough to get it. Yeah, it is. You would definitely die from coronavirus. Although now. has has it improved? She'd be since vaping as she went. <laughs> yeah, doctors would be like, Jenna, please, we have this patient. <laughs> I have a shitty yeah. immune system, I think, too. Yeah, but actually, Sonia, you mentioned this last uh, pod that we recorded, but ever since I quit drinking, it has gotten a lot better, and since I switched to juuling, so... <laughs> That's great, because I remember yeah. you used to get a lung infection, like, quite regularly. I know. <laughs> That's something that should be, like, a once-in-a-lifetime ailment. You just, you like, get when your I yearly you lung infection. When I was in Vancouver, <laughs> and I Jesus. thought I was dying... And I was crying. Yeah, and you sounded like you actually were dying. Yeah, that was. Disgusting. I ended up having pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> so Again, funny. another thing that a young, healthy person should not contract. <laughs> oh my god! I want to experience oh. everything. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm um, so sad to report that the last of the Zellers stores are closing. I have so many opinions. <laughs> First of all, I mean, well, actually, to be honest, I was surprised that there was still Zellers's. I, yeah, when I was listening to that story on the radio, I was surprised. I was like, holy fuck, there's still a couple out there? That's crazy. Wait, For so context, me, Sonia, and Ainsley all worked at Zellers in our teenage years. And it was, we Jenna, got, did you? No, I didn't. My first job was We all was got AMP. hired. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I worked at AMP too, actually. Yeah, I had like a panic attack. Brayden, you've worked at like I... every fucking place on earth for five minutes. Like That is true. <laughs> that was really funny that one time we were trying to find somewhere to eat and if someone would suggest something, you'd be like, nope, I worked there, can't go there. <laughs> well, okay, what yeah. happened this place? Nope. <laughs> Not only did she work at these places, she burned every bridge. Yeah, I burned it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I had like issues with substance abuse, so that happened. Does like, someone a little it makes you know. me sleepy in the morning and then i don't go to work <laughs> and then i never call them and i have no skills for coping 
It is very hard to prioritize work when you're very sleepy. Yeah. Do you guys remember the interview process for that, too? They literally interviewed, like, a hundred teenagers on the same day and hired them all. Like... (laughs) I remember I wanted not to be a cashier. All I wanted was not to be a cashier. And then they made me be a cashier. I I was so upset. And then you resigned because you gave me a discount on chocolate milk. I gave you a discount on chocolate milk and got caught. And then I was like so embarrassed. I was like, fuck this. I quit. I didn't want to deal with like their reprimanding. Yeah, we all work together. Like I remember you guys used to call in sick like every other week. And then I like tried to at one point on, on March break, me and Ainsley booked it off and we didn't get it off but we just didn't go for the entire yeah, time. Like, we went there and we ass- <laughs> we assumed we were fired so we went on the loudspeaker and we're like oh like good evening fuck faces and stuff and then <laughs> went up to the office to get fired and they were like we're gonna give you another chance yeah I remember they but, like called you in they were like good news you still have your jobs I was like but what they, the, the funny fuck thing is about that is that they called us both in at the same time and they only called me and were like hey Ainsley can you and Brayden come in to have a conversation with management at the like same they time like, they knew what the situation was I remember I, I, when we were walking up to the office too we were just like fucking knocking shit off the shelves yeah. like, we're 14 yeah. and we don't give a fuck about this job and then they yeah. were like hi girls we're gonna give you a second chance and here's your Christmas bonus and you got a raise and we're just like what my favorite thing about working at Zellers was all the customers as a fucking cashier whereas all the customers being like why don't you have this product and I was like I don't know I'm 16 and they'd be like Walmart does I'm gonna take my business there and I was like again 16 don't care care. (laughs) like it happens so regularly I was like okay go to fucking Walmart's where's your goddamn patriotism asshole I worked in the fitting room department (laughs) and I used to just straight up take naps in the fitting room because like we were teenagers so we were partying this is like an open department store (laughs) (laughs) she would literally go behind the counter and nap in the shelves i would literally come looking for her and be like <laughs> and i'd be like where's brayden oh probably sleeping in the fucking shelves and i'd go and be like brayden <laughs> I, I, I also want to mention too that brayden was running like an illegal tamagotchi <laughs> ring out of sellers she would steal tamagotchis from sellers her workplace and then resell them <laughs> <laughs> to her friends I didn't sell them I gave them for free uh, but that's somehow worse I just got joy in seeing you guys get Tamagotchis and it was they- funny too because they would check our bags when we left every night and I remember stealing like mannequin limbs and like fucking bags of candy and chin just walking out with like a literal hand sticking out of my back pocket of a mannequin arm and they'd just be like alright see you tomorrow I'm like what yeah the sellers I stole stole all the like Polaroid photos of all the employees they kept on the wall. I remember that. I literally still have them. I have a stack of these. Oh, I want to see so bad. They're in that weird box you have. I want to see your boss who looked like 14 and 40 at the same time. You know those people? Yeah, Maggie. Maggie. Do you remember Sabina? Yeah, I remember Sabina. Fucking Sabina. Tell me about oh, but anyways, it stands to reason why Zellers is closing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fucking shit show. Guys, you guys have to take this in. This guy who I guess has worked there for like ever, and he collects all this old, old shit that used to be sold at Zell- at Zellers at the beginning. He has this uh, 
old fucking some sort of World War Two memorabilia thing. It's like an old magazine. Oh, I saw and that. And it talks about Hitler's mad career, and it's got swastikas <laughs> on it. And he 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 said, "This isn't about Hitler. This is about the Zellers." <laughs> I point that out to everyone that I show. I say, "No, I'm not a Hitler fan. I'm a Zellers fan." Like so prudent <laughs> to know. Yeah, in that um, article, I was he thinking he... he might enjoy those Polaroids that I have. Yo, you should actually get in touch with him and sell them. Yeah, I will. I mean, not sell, give, give. Yeah, I don't sell. Remember, like the Tamagotchis. (laughs) (laughs) In the picture, bug in my ear. I'm like a Robin Hood. The fucking picture in that article, too, is so funny that you're referencing. It's just him, and he's holding up two fucking keychains for, like, random bathrooms in cellars. It's like, why did you keep those? And his wife I mean, is like, this is hoarding. And he's like, no, it's a collection. Like, get all man's this have a passion. shit out of my house. I'd be so mad if that were me. They, Him and his wife also met there right and they said that there, there were many couples who he seduced her via zellers right. like he she worked at like store 64 so he got her 64 like roses 64 something Ew. and he made it all romantic he sounds I think manic. It's cute. is that cute though yeah they're still together honestly i don't know about you <laughs> do you guys remember the, so- <laughs> the ride outside of zellers Oh, the Zeddy oh, wheel? the little <laughs> yeah. bear in the little fucking airplane or whatever the fuck. It was the around. Zeddy wheel. I remember <laughs> I, I was walking was in one day. It was the Zeddy there- wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Target okay. take over Zellers and then like immediately fold? Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say like at least Zellers outlasted Target. There was so much hype around Target. Everyone wouldn't shut the fuck up about Target. I like closed my eyes and all of a sudden there was 40 Targets everywhere I went. And then, and then a couple months later gone. And I was like, fuck you, Target, in your face. Thank you, Sonia. <laughs> fuck you, Remember Target, Target Canada? Face. It was like everyone just would not stop talking about how amazing Target I don't Target even think I went in it. I never went in any of them. I still have never been in a Target. That's I went in one to see what all the hype was about, and it was just a department store. And I was like, why? Oh, is you've never been to Target in general? Mind? Oh, wait, no, Brayden, I remember when we were in Buffalo one time, we went in a Target, and then we saw a lady with a mustache and followed her. Oh, no, I've been in many a Target, like, in the States. Target is bomb. It's a great department store. It's just, like, oh. not that interesting if you expect something other than a Target, or, uh, sorry, a department store. Yeah. It's... There you go. Yeah. I just, I guess I was expecting something more, something... Wait, Jenna, can we go back to your A&P first job? What were you going to say about that? Oh, um, I was also 14 and hired there on one of those like mass uh, hiring days. And then I was I was also cashier and like constantly panicking all the time. (laughs) Anxious teenage (laughs) Jenna. And I remember I had gone to a party like a couple weeks before it was. Oh, I won't say his name. Um, And then I made out with him and then he came into my till and it was the most horrible experience. Like I anxiety blackouted. And then shortly after that, this woman came through my till and had this like giant shrimp ring and it was (laughs) was custom made uh, for a party that she was just heading to. And we didn't have like the gun scanners. It was like with the mirror situation. So I was trying to like the fucking price tag was on the bottom and I was trying to tilt it a bit to like get the barcode scanned and then I tilted it and the whole thing toppled over and she freaked <laughs> out at me and then I quit that day 
because I couldn't handle <laughs> I couldn't handle the heat. It was too much. Honestly, like working retail is such a soul crushing job and you only get better the more you do it and sometimes it's just like fuck this I quit like I've been working at several different retail jobs where I go there for like three days and then I'm like you know what not today (laughs) not ever again Brayden you and I worked at Mex when we were going to university I think you did one shift and I did two oh yeah and they they tried to call us in for people's six shifts for like three months after after. I'm like I don't even we just (laughs) We both just stopped showing up, and like a month later, I'd be like still getting calls. <laughs> She'd be like, "Yep, Jesus, Sonia, yeah, whatever." I am feeling like a little sad. I think about how you were the manager at Stitches, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, Sonia was my manager at Stitches. <laughs> you know what I was at Stitches? Not an employee, but I hung out there for all of your shifts. Because yeah. <laughs> we were there all the time. We were the mall crew. I remember at one point I would like look across the food court and just see like all our friends working in various <laughs> Guys, remember when I worked at the fucking things engraved kiosk like in the middle of the food court? <laughs> That's the funniest Wait, location did? for you. Yeah, I did. And it was terrible because you literally see every single person you don't want to see in Georgetown because you're right in front of the food court and in the the middle of the fucking mall. Yeah, Do you working remember? at a kiosk a is a fucking mall. nightmare. It's a goddamn nightmare. But I did make really good friends with the like ancient security guards in there, and they would bring me cookies and like get me to read chapters of my comic books to them. It was kind of adorable. Working for the money. You know who else is getting money? Oh God, the same Those... way. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor, poor people. The families of those who. Had people they knew die on the Iranian flight. <laughs> Why that, was say it like that? that was terrible. Yeah. That was the weirdest delivery. That, like, hurts my soul. <laughs> you like so, transferred between like five different emotions. <laughs> How did I say it? It was like, so no. weird. <laughs> I don't know. You started out like passionate and turned into like indignant or something. I don't know. It was a, it was a roller coaster. Wow, I can't wait to listen back and and understand and go through what you were experiencing. I found that twenty five smackaroos crazy. Does anyone else find that crazy? Was it twenty five thousand per family? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know. Is that like high or low? I don't know what the like going rate is for family members that die on a plane. That's what. That's my point, though. I like. I don't understand what the limit is, or if the government should even be handing out money to random families of people who have died from a terrible thing you know what i mean like it's yeah kind well, of the, so bizarre well the argument is that yeah like i mean of course it's a tragedy and of course we want them to have support but then what about other people who also have tragedies <laughs> and uh yeah but that uh, one's kind a high of... profile tragedy but yeah. that's so do you but think I that also, it was but i'm also thinking like the people who died on the flight from Canada, they were all kind of like faculty members and students, right? Like the majority yeah. of them. So I'm like, the government is giving people money who are in a certain kind of bracket. You know what I mean? Right. So that's, yeah. that's where I kind of found it problematic because there are so many different situations that have happened in Canada where people have died in the government has given them nothing and they haven't been university students they haven't been faculty members they've been maybe possibly minorities are on the lower end of an income bracket 
I wonder though if that's more to do with the fact that it was so um so talked about because they're in that bracket and the government's responding more to that yeah. or if the government's actually just rewarding that bracket you know what I mean Mm-hmm. That they're they they want the publicity from that, and the that's what that I'm saying. Is, that's why I think he's giving the money out because it like there's so like much for political to, reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, yes, but I mean the reason that that it is such big news is maybe more to do with the fact of the type of the people that died, mm-hmm. and then there might also be a foreign policy thing. I don't know, like goodwill yeah, in Iran. Maybe. I have no idea. I don't know anything about foreign policy, but something but I thought like, of did, too. The government didn't give any money to like the Humboldt crash victims' families, right? The Humboldt yeah. crash victims got a the, lot of money. Yeah, yeah they, I know they, they had their GoFundMe the, or whatever, GoFundMe. but still, why is there a lack of GoFundMe for this and the government's doling out paychecks? Maybe they're considering it a fault in their part and lack of security. Yeah, that's also true, but... Because the Humboldt crash was entirely an accident. Maybe there's a case to be made mm-hmm. for the the plane crash not be, like being some sort of neglect on Canada's part yeah Hmm. I think it was mainly just a political move and for the optics when Um, you think about a mix of both what you guys were saying when you think about like all that money too like how much money actually is that like that's a lot of fucking money to give away when there are a lot of you know other issues going on in Canada that I would argue are a little more important than a funeral uh, yeah when I was watching people argue about this too I I always find um issues like this frustrating to talk about because I like I don't know how I feel about it I, I see both sides but then I was like I was on reddit and I saw people arguing and someone would be like well why why this cause specifically why not other people who have been through similar tragedies and it's like oh you don't care about these people like you're racist or or whatever or you just don't want the government to help people and it's like that's a totally disingenuous argument like i mean i'm sure maybe some some people are arguing out of that but then there's also a legitimate point to be made a legitimate question at least about this and i always hate when it kind of devolves into that like i think it's like such a good example of one of those issues and no one wants to be the assholes like i don't want to i wouldn't i would not want to stop this right if someone was like it's in your power to mm-hmm. make it so these people don't get the money i'd be like nope they can get it they can they can have it right I, but, yeah, but but it's but a the democracy of it, we have the right to question where government money is going that's I the kinda, point of a democracy i kind of bristle at i guess any any argument where people start doing the why are you giving money to this when you could be giving money to this there's always going to be something that you value more like saying you don't value this as much but it's always a matter of opinions so i i I sort of get stressed about people complaining about people helping people in general yeah no i totally get that and also i really want to mention that um you saying i bristle at is so cool and i'm definitely going to use that i felt bristle i felt you move your entire body and consistently with the way of one bristles um no I, I, but that's the problem is that when you set something like this up when you have an argument where if you question it out of principle you look like the asshole i think that that makes it hard to apply policies fairly and yeah. i think that it's a 
a fair question. How do we apply policies fairly? Oh, how can you ask someone why they want to help this group and not that group? And well, also, it's a legitimate it's like, question. I also feel that since it was faculty members and like perhaps students, maybe people on a wealthier bracket, like a funeral wouldn't be totally inaccessible to them compared to other people who have been the victims of other terrible tragedies I mean, in Canada like, who might not access that. And it's almost $1.5 million that the government has given out to these families. Yeah, That's a I lot think, of fucking money. I think the twenty five grand each was way too much. Um, yeah, but again, yeah. we're kind of just like assuming that... Also, it's not like... It Guys, is like, like twenty five grand isn't that much money and, for a funeral. And, They're like fifteen thousand dollars. Well, no, and some of it also yeah. went to the cost of them having to fly out to go identify, or the yeah, body. Also, or returning whatever. the bodies as well. Yeah, returning the bodies. And I like, know, I, I honestly don't see that as a very high cost at all. And again, like we don't actually know how wealthy these families are. Like I feel like that's true. It's that is an assumption, and I mean, like there are a lot of people who come from lower income families who like apply for bursaries and scholarships and get through entirely on their own and they could have a fuck ton of debt as well yeah so we don't actually know but yeah i don't i don't see it as a high cost i don't think that twenty five thousand bucks it's it is a drop in the bucket i just think it's i don't even again i'm not on one side or the other i just think it's a legitimate question and i kind of i i feel uncomfortable when someone sets up the argument in a way where if you are questioning the fair application of a policy that you just don't want this one group to to be helped out and yeah i just think that that's an unfair i i agree with you i I think that doesn't get at the bottom of the problem i agree with you on that but i but it's just the argument why these people and not these people it's just so i just rings unhelpful to me instead of yeah it does i think just because also there are there were like multiple countries involved and like the ukraine and the u.s and iran and i think that it it shows canada in like a really good light in the way that they're like oh well we're giving each family 25 grand because of this like horrible tragedy that like Mm -hmm. happened to us perhaps because people like people are blaming it on trump etc etc and it just shows that from an optics point of view that canada is like if you guys voting a lot of i don't know if you guys had someone you know die on that plane crash and you were their family and they gave you twenty five thousand dollars do you think you would like spend it all on a funeral or well you have to have yeah i mean they're they're gonna it doesn't matter if they literally spend that check on a funeral if they're incurring the funeral costs anyways because I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I would do in that situation if a government gave me twenty five thousand fucking dollars but, to spend on the funeral. Like, but I, I mean, but you're, f- but if you're having the funeral anyways, they might have a bit left over, but you have to pay for that anyway. No, yeah, I know. I just don't. I I don't know. Wait, are you saying that you would maybe not? have a funeral and spend it on (laughs) and spend it on a cubano gold microphone (laughs) well i mean depends like i because funerals are for not for the dead person they're for the people who are mourning them are you are you more in general asking if we would have a funeral for someone (laughs) i don't (laughs) don't understand no i'm just like I don't know. I guess I'm just still caught up on the issue of 
the government giving $25,000 and even accepting $25,000. I'd be like, what? I don't, I do not. I wonder if the, thank you. (laughs) If they would have any, like they wouldn't have to like get the families to show receipts or anything, right? Or would there be some sort of like (laughs) reconciling in the fact that they're like giving this money and then it's like, okay, now like show proof that you have spent it directly for these reasons. You have to fill out one of those forms and it's like reason (laughs) for reimbursement. Yeah. Big mirror Iran situation. I lay dinner every night and morning. Like, I don't know. Do you think that by accepting that gift that might um uh not allow them to take legal action? Oh but wait, you said something about Canada being involved. Is that like a thing? Like it was somehow Who me? No, there's so, no, no evidence someone's... of that. It literally at this point, the only evidence that there is is that somebody shot down the plane with two missiles, and they're saying that it was human error, and that's pretty much the only information that we have. Like Iran still won't even release the black box, so so preventing legal action from on Canada's part, just or... like suing Canada because you're accepting a gift. I don't know. Could be. I want to know more about the 911 emergency situation. Oh. <laughs> because I'm scared. <laughs> no, honestly, it's it's so bizarre. Yeah, there was a story this week where um I heard it on CBC where it was just essentially people saying um that 911 and it's convenience and always having someone there to answer your call is kind of becoming a thing of the past because the technology um, is kind of 50 years old and the whole program is underfunded and understaffed. So there's been a lot of examples lately of people calling 911 and getting just like a busy signal or being deferred to another number or stuff like that which is kind of fucking terrifying in respect to how we've always lived our lives just knowing that 911 is kind of always an option like through is our it- privilege it's just become a norm and to think about not having 911 as an option is so fucking crazy and that's the reality now that is it it's- per- sorry no go 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 i was going to say is it particularly in certain parts of ontario or is it all around Ontario because um, the story that I read was saying that it's a general Ontario thing um, there was one example that was in the GTA and it was of this dude in Mississauga who was driving behind this person who was driving erratically and he was like oh my god this is fucking crazy I'm calling the cops so he called the cops and he was um put on busy there was a busy signal for over 15 minutes so he was just following this crazy driver flashing his lights and honking his horn so people would get out of the way and eventually the driver crashed into a snowbank and passed out at the wheel because he was so drunk and like the cops were not available in that time and that person could have killed anyone on the road you know and then Mm -hmm. the other example that was in the story was a woman from Sudbury whose husband had a heart attack and she called 911 and it said that the number wasn't 
available or something like that and to call the operator so she called the operator and the operator they were kind of sparring back and forth because the operator was like oh just call emergency services and she was like I tried I can't get through can you please call them I was directed to you and the operator was like oh I don't know blah 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 but then eventually the operator called emergency services and it worked so for the woman in Sudbury I think the situation was that it wasn't set up properly so the last four houses on her street didn't have access to 911 services so when they called from their landlines it wasn't going through properly and it would tell them to call the operator which is like what i think i wonder i go ahead no i think that they are looking to revamp the whole system because i mean no one even really uses landlines anymore and i think that there's also issues with 911 dispatchers not actually knowing where people are too and that I think they're going to be doing something with cell phones where they're, they're going to be able to like know our like have access to our specific coordinates. I think some of them still do, but there's also like that is all patchy as well. Pocket dialing. Yeah. What? Apparently that's fucking them up. I heard that they're like the pocket dials with cell phones and stuff like that. They just get like 500 a day and they had to like establish a whole new system to deal with the fucking pocket dials and just people, and people calling, calling them s- accidentally. And they have to go back and make sure that someone isn't like being kidnapped or s- trapped under a car or whatever. Right. So they have to yeah. follow up on every pocket dial and it just like sucks up so much resources and what if you're about to die my sister accidentally pocket dialed 911 and they called her back and she was like everything's fine and they're like well we're already sending someone to make sure it is fine and they showed up at her house um people have also i remember at the beginning of the year they published a list of like the dumbest reasons why people call 911 and it would be like if they got in a fight with a family member but it wasn't like an actual domestic violence thing or like a dentist chipped their tooth and they I feel like every yeah I feel like every year someone calls 911 because like their pizza wasn't delivered properly (laughs) or I don't know something like very silly and it's like like, I don't understand why you did this sir (laughs) like neighborly disputes and shit's like they keep parking in my driveway and it's like madam this isn't the proper line (laughs) yeah I want to know how you get to that state where you're calling 911 because like your neighbor didn't cut their lawn or something like I want to like inhabit that mindset yeah, every one of our grandparents <laughs> have probably made one of those calls probably even like noise complaint calls and two like i bet you a million people call 911 for noise complaints every year it's like this is not an emergency <laughs> have you guys had to ever call 911 legitimately for yeah i yeah. called 911 cuz ainsley was having um uh an allergic reaction outside a club going into anaphylactic shock <laughs> yeah walk me through stabbing her with her epi pen and we were both like fairly intoxicated it was was pretty wild it was one of those like movie moments where Brayden was like where do I do it and I was like I don't know I don't know I don't think I'm gonna do it okay (laughs) and we're just looking at each other and she she raised her arm and we were both just like ah and she just stabbed me no I had never done it before my sister like when I first started getting allergic reaction so my doctor just prescribed me an EpiPen because I hadn't been to an allergist yet and he was like, if you ever need it, go. And I literally, my throat was fucking closing. And Brayden was like, I don't know what to do. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, Good and times. then the paramedic gave me the EpiPen remains as as a 
tributes. Yeah. Keepsake. <laughs> That's memory. lovely. Yeah, he, he was like, shh, I'm, I'm doing the shush thing. Because uh, I don't think he would, it's like a biohazard or something. Yeah, you're not <laughs> he he, he like winks at you yeah. as he like deposits the shards into your hand. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like that's more or less how it went. It was so funny. He was just laughing at us the whole time because like, after she EpiPen me, I was obviously fine. So we were in the ambulance and he had to put the oxygen mask on me. I was like, do I have to wear this? He was like, yeah. And I was just looking at Brayden being like, hello. And just like joking around. <laughs> and he was just like laughing at us. And then when we got to the hospital, it's protocol for someone who's had a shot of epinephrine or whatever. Um, you have to wheel them in in a fucking wheelchair if they're conscious. So I had to be wheeled in in a wheelchair. And Brayden was just like ripping on me while this paramedic was laughing. <laughs> Laughing. It was hilarious. I have had 911 called on me more often than I've had to call 911. Actually, I, I also think the same is for me. Sorry, it wasn't always like called on me. Sometimes like I was hurt <laughs> physically. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> this is maybe maybe the uh, politicians are doing calling 911 and doing ecstasy At in their the- cabinet retreat. Probably not, or we would have heard about it by now. But I think so. I do definitely sure. eating a lot of donuts. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even understand like what everyone Happened. was so pissed off at JT for. So Trudeau was buying donuts for like his retreat, and he went to this um store (laughs) this boutique donut store and i guess they were like 45 dollars for some of the donuts and people were pissed because that's the taxpayer's money and he should have gone to tim hortons but people would have been equally as pissed if he went to tim hortons and not to a mom and pop shop of course 100 percent. the whole thing it's such a silly fucking thing the place was called oh donuts and i guess they're like it's run by women and it's like they're all about um, using organic local ingredients. And they came back with like multiple tweets against everyone just being like, like ripping on Tim's basically and how it isn't Canadian Our donuts owned. are expensive because we pay our employees well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess only like one of their donuts on the menu was that expensive too, but people were obviously using that as, um, oh, for sure. To make it yeah, more outrageous. It was like 37 or $47 for a dozen donuts. But, I mean, this is we'll just add that to the 1.5 mil, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's probably like a fraction of a percent of the cost of this retreat. Which, what, what was? Is this a thing that happens like on a regular basis? Yeah, Yeah. is that like a yearly thing or only when they shuffle cabinet? Oh, it's a yearly thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's annually. I think that they usually have two a year. But it's basically for them all to bond. But I'm assuming they're all getting shit faced, and then also like oh, they're totally doing activities. Getting I mean, like the one. To do you think they're doing dress on the falls? Wall there, eh? The one provincially uh, that passed this year, <laughs> it was falls? like they call it. Um, they have <laughs> oh, a retreat, yes. but then like, they do also think? do like an international plowing match as well, where they go and like support farmers, and like it's this whole like. Did you say deport thing. farmers? No support. Oh my um, god! I was like, "What? This is what they do on the cabinet retreat." They yeah, I was like, "I knew that. I, like, that's what I heard too, but I knew it could not be true." <laughs> I don't know. I assume they all like sit in a circle and hold hands, and I don't know. Do you think like they have like like weird sex stuff happens? I'm sure at least one weird sex thing has happened. Most definitely. Like, there's no some, fucking like, embarrassing way. Embarrassing stuff. 
Imagine if it was just like they all got there and Justin Trudeau was like, to make you feel comfortable, I'm going to show you my penis. <laughs> that would be fucking cool. Yeah, I that, know. That's a, that's that's a power dope. move. Yeah, that's, that's a huge power move. <laughs> like, I would be like, I respect and will always listen to you. <laughs> and that's not something I normally say when I see a surprise penis. Yeah, agreed, agreed. No, but what do you think they actually do? Like, how long are they there for? Three days? It's like, yeah, two two days usually trust falls definitely cocaine cocaine definitely, definitely. <laughs> sexy times do you think they get real with each other do you think they like I think share justin and, and like, love figure you themselves so out? much i wonder man. if they're, they're like, actually... i wonder if they're allowed alcohol there like if oh they're definitely out for dinner or shit are they definitely. i'm sure they wouldn't come oh. if they couldn't drink do you think they have those like That's really heavy. embarrassing <laughs> drunk conversations where they're like i thought you hated me yes, oh my definitely. God, yes. the minister <laughs> of health is just like i was i, I always thought you were cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're totally gonna hang out after this no man yeah <laughs> do you think any of them have like accidentally revealed huge secrets and they all have to sign like non-disclosure agreements for the weekend they're probably all in on the same secrets. The Maybe they part. all have to murder True. someone so they know none of them will tattle. They all prick their fingers <laughs> and put their blood together. <laughs> blood brothers. <sighs> blood cabinet. That doesn't sound as good. <laughs> blood cabinet. Yeah. Oh my God. That's but I also do think a lot of it is like them trying to motivate one another and then i actually remember the person that i used to work for she said that they did a lot of like you know there are this many days left until next election day and from like you need to start doing things today that will inform people to vote for you in three years from now and like you need to start thinking about all these different things and like already start like campaigning policy wise now. or no, like <laughs> hashtags yeah then they hashtags do a bunch of blow and, and like think of ways that they can make people like them yeah yes oh man i just want to know if they've seen jt's penis that's all i want to know we'll never know anyway the- talking about penis what if one of us gets elected to cabinet <laughs> we'll find out. Someone, who do you think someone get elected actually sonia probably you but probably who would be sonia. the best politician definitely not me because we've already decided that i'm very king-like and kings yeah no you're place more fit for the monarchy you don't have enough restraint <laughs> yeah. I'm i would like even-handed in a fiefdom 300 years ago maybe but what's a fiefdom mm-hmm. um a fiefdom is just like a small like civilization kind of in a small area <laughs> i don't know how to say that it's like okay it's like a little so property and somebody rules the little area like medieval like there's times an overlord shit. yeah i don't okay. think i'd be a yeah. good politician for reasons discussed earlier that i mimic people's faces yeah that i have and good. i have very poor <laughs> attention span Things. Jenna I jewels feel- too much, so she's automatically. Yeah, it's probably, it'll be Sonia. <laughs> Sonia, definitely. I accept. I, I will infiltrate the government Sonya and anyway. find out what Justin Trudeau's penis looks like. Thank okay, you. I you wonder if he's elected. cut or uncut. Oh. What do you guys think? Cut. Well, he. What, I think he's his, cut too. Yeah. I think he's cut too. I, like I was a, just gonna yell cut, but I don't know why. He just gives me that vibe. Oh! <laughs> My dad literally in the background when I was talking to my mom today he was also there and he was like 
So you, on your podcast, you guys should uh, talk about what you think about uh, Justin Trudeau's beard goatee thing. And I was like, oh, dad. Been there, done that. I'm so happy your mom <laughs> listened to us. Yeah, and she loved it. And she was like talking to people about it and, and told my dad about like my brother and I's doomsday plan. And she, like she was like stoked <laughs> on it. It made me very proud. As we discussed uh, previously, my mom can never listen to this. No. How are you going to, like, how are you going to ensure that? Because I feel like she just will. She's she's found out about everything that has happened to me in my life that I've never wanted her to know. So I'm not even going to try. I think I have the most, like, time before my mom listens to it, but I know she will eventually. (laughs) Oh, Sonia. Your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, I, podcast. <laughs> it's like a online radio thing i don't know <laughs> well she watches spend. all of sean's youtube videos so i know that's that's, so that's, that's, that's why i'm yeah that's adorable. i don't, i think my mom's will probably listen to it but i'm just glad my nano won't <laughs> no, she no might. And i heard what you said yeah. about justin trudeau's penis yeah i don't think she i don't think she'd like the drug use talk Oh, right. I know that like, intellectually she knows I'm a drug addict, but I don't think she really like thinks about that yeah. too much. I'm glad that like I've reached that threshold in age where now I can talk to my parents about random drug times when I was a child and be like, yeah, I did ecstasy and this happened or like something like that. I've crossed the threshold of age where it's acceptable now looking back to tell the story because I was young and dumb and I'm not that close to it now it's a good i guess because you're not in a an addict it's like more acceptable yeah it's like my mom my mom still (laughs) hasn't accepted that i'm an adult and i think that they're she never it's yeah it's just she still wants to like smother me and protect me from the world and I don't think she realizes that you've been fucking balls deep in the world. Like she needs to no. move the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But, uh, okay, we have a. Are we have you a few listening options. to this? <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna have to. Hey, so we're gonna have to cut this. <laughs> um, what do you? What do you guys want to talk about? Um, I, 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 someone said penis, and that made me think of a the gay pastor. What's going on with this gay pastor? Oh my god! Penises. You're. F- I want to know. He likes them. He likes the dick. This just in the Lutheran church pastor likes the dick. Ralph likes penis. And he's a pastor. Imagine that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he's a 66 year old pastor. And during the 80s, I guess he was gay. And I guess he was gay. (laughs) No, he's a gay as fuck man. And um, Mm -hmm. he was a Lutheran pastor. And in the 80s, he kind of left his church because he asked around all the other pastors. He was like, can I practice as an open gay man? And they were all like, I don't know how this will work. So he was like, all right, peace out. And recently he just came back to the Lutheran church as an openly gay man in Toronto. So he is the pastor of the Lutheran Church in Toronto as an openly gay man, which is pretty like the lead pastor. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know I like mean, how the hierarchy works. And personally, 
I think, like, if you're gay, why do you want to be a pastor? I was exactly. just thinking the same thing. Like, why does he want to go back to this fucking <laughs> shitty organization? It's probably some, yeah. like, shitty religious reason, reason but I, I just, I don't understand why someone would want to even enter, like, a Christian realm being a gay person. I don't get it. I think Is Lutheran the one where you have to be celibate? I don't. Because if it is, know. then it's irrelevant, right? Because if you're no, not having sex, what's no, the difference? No, because I think but, I, I read somewhere that um, he was asking about coming back, and they were like, maybe, but the only way it would really work if you vowed to be celibate as, like, an option. So I don't think that it's required. Maybe he is just very devoted to God and okay, so disregards I, everything else. He said that he, uh, the general public thinks of the church as rejecting and judgmental. So he's like trying to give it a new name. Uh-huh. So that makes sense, I guess. Uh, maybe like he'll be an example to f- other gay men. But it's also like he's saying the public thinks that it's rejecting and judgmental. And it's like he has literally experienced that rejection and that <laughs> judgment yeah sorry i meant that he's saying like he can change that i guess actually oh, no okay. he did say the but, perceptions so, but yeah that's what i don't get honestly i'm never gonna be able to wrap my head around christian beliefs in general and even more so towards lgb so i i'm at a loss here i don't know why the fuck he would go back but like props to him for facing a bunch of hatred and trying to i guess spread some love i don't know <laughs> there's a quote yeah, all, all in the this best, yeah all the best to ralph there's a quote in this <laughs> article about him ralph. that i like i don't know if it's taken out of context but it's very odd it says i'll try to serve faithfully our congregation is in the heart of the city surrounded by ryerson university there are no end of possibilities there's a safe injection site around the corner <laughs> there's poverty what? <laughs> like, around okay. yeah what the fuck does that mean there's no I end to the possibilities. possibilities oh maybe like something like that's what he's gonna work on like he's gonna help people oh because yeah because he said i'll try to serve faithfully and then mentioned uh, apparently i guess a bunch of degenerates who he's gonna fucking help yeah he's gonna he's gonna save all those junkies i guess well, thank you so With much, fucking gay Wilson, leader or powers. whatever the fuck your name is. Oh, Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Wilson. Where did I get that from? I don't know. I, I don't know it. about it. Like, I get, like, it's a good step for religion, I guess, if this is making news that an openly gay man can be a pastor. But it's I don't also think women like, can be pastors still. No. Well, it depends on which type of on the religion. religion. Because it's not all Christianity, women can't be pastors. It's like certain sects of it, which doesn't really make yeah. sense. But yeah, no, like I get that. Like some sects, the they can be married, and then some are like more fundamentalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's Catholicism. <laughs> They've got some <laughs> weird rules. Like it is what it is. It's yeah. You don't yeah. like do I don't know do do something else if you don't if you don't believe i mean is that catholicism what is like it's lutheran lutheranism yeah oh right christianity Christianity. sorry my bad guys we should probably be plugging ourselves a little bit at the end that's what they like if we go we have an instagram and a reddit and whatever oh yeah okay Okay. so if you guys 
want to look at stuff and listen to our podcast online and shit we have See a website what's the website called someone else say because i don't know terryfoxypodcast.com our instagram and you can also check us out on instagram at terryfoxyladies hell yeah bitches do we and have a we're Twitter? working on our Reddit, but Sonia is failing to get enough <laughs> Sonia's getting down. Sonia keeps downvoting me, you assholes. Sonia's I can't accumulate enough karma all... to fucking make a subreddit because you guys are downvoting my comments. <laughs> Ungrateful little shit. I like how you're already... <laughs> I'm already fighting with the fans. Yeah, not... They are the ones <laughs> downvoting your comments. You little pieces of shit. <laughs> Oh, Sonia's audio stopped recording. Too. That's okay. We're gonna her. say bye. All right. Okay. For okay. Her. Here we go. Here we go. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Ainsley. I'm Jenna. I'm Brayden. <laughs> and, and I'm Sonia. Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sonia, and I'm Polish. I'm There's... Sonia, and I'm a half breed. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>